This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining Ooh. this week, joining me this week, Ryan McCaffrey, Hello. Justin Davis, Scoop. and Sam Claiborne. Hey, Damon. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about Call of Duty Black Ops Three. We're going to talk about Sanic the Fast Hog. Yeah. But first, let's talk about Fallout Four. That game came out yesterday. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been playing it. Yeah. Spent a lot of time with it. Yeah. Do we all like it? I like it a lot. Yes. Yeah. I don't like, like it. it. I like it. I like, like it. it. So I like far. it as well. I need to like yeah. it more. I think I will like it more. Yeah. There's so many open world games I love. I know. Uh, man, there's just a lot to play right now. Also trying to play Tomb Raider. Also still love Metal Gear. Hearthstone expansion coming out tomorrow. Player. Yeah. Halo just came out. Starcraft. Hey, Starcraft, Starcraft is this week? Yeah. Right? Uh, yep. Amiibo Party. Amiibo Party. Yeah. That's the big one. That's like the top of my list. Yeah. Save it for the weekend. Uh, but in regards to Fallout 4, our first topic this week comes from Rob in Australia. You're jumping right into the questions. I mean, he, he, he sent us a, a good one. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to address it. He emailed us at GameScoop, the email address, GameScoop, at IGN.com, just like you can. And Rob from Australia asks, Fallout or Blobs 3, which do you guys think will sell more? Well, the, it will literally... You say Fallout. Yeah, because it's already that really the early. number one played game on Steam on its first day, which beat out Grand Theft Auto V, which sold three times as much as the last Fallout. I will tell you why you're wrong, and it's because uh, Fallout is not on the 360 or Neither is Black Ops 3. Yes, it is. Just half of it, though. Half of it you can still pay for and buy. Yeah, Fallout's going to be I think the word will get around about that last-gen version. I I I, I think the people who are going to buy it aren't listening to the word. They're just going out and buying it. There are 80 million... 
PlayStation 3s and like the same amount of Xbox 360s. They're going to sell a lot of copies on those old platforms. Uh, platform I, for platform, I think you. I actually think Star Wars Battlefront is going to outsell. Yeah, them. I, I want to get to that. Uh, on plat yeah. platform for platform, I think I think, think can only buy one game in a week, and they bought Fallout already, and they have to not buy other things unless they bought Black Ops, which is not showing up on Steam as much as Fallout is. Well, Black Ops launched stronger than Advance Warfare and Ghosts, they, mm -hmm. uh, Activision announced. Although but, still, it's not back up to the franchise's peak, but it is sort yeah. of, it's stemmed the bleeding and people really like the Black Ops sub-franchise and like what yeah, they've done with that game. We have some numbers. Activision's calling it the biggest entertainment launch of 2015. Uh -huh. Made $550 million mm -hmm. in three days, but Black Ops 2 uh, in 2012 made half a million dollars on the first day. Half a billion in dollars. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, half a, half a million dollars. <laughs> that would be a tough launch, half on a million the, dollars. On the first day, just in the U.S. alone. Yeah. So it's like, it's not a back up to its peak number. There's, no, you no. have to remember, too, this is kind of crappy, but uh, people will steal Fallout, and they won't steal Black Ops, because you play it online, and you can't steal it. I expect Fallout mm -hmm. to outsell Black Ops over the long run. Bethesda releases a game every three, four, five years, and they just sell and sell and sell Skyrim. Still, every time that game's on sale, shoots to the top of Steam's bestseller list. Um, so, I mean, I yeah. don't know how long it'll take, but it's lifetime sales. I would absolutely expect uh, you're Fallout talking about to be higher. Call of Duty can do north of 20 million mm -hmm. units. I, I don't think uh, Fallout's going to quite get that high. It's too, it's too much of a core gamer's game. And it, it's a very core gamers game, whereas Black Ops, Call of Duty in general, is much more mass market appeal. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to point out that the our Fallout 4 review has performed twice as well as our Black Ops 3 review did. Just anecdotally, there seems yeah, right. to be more interesting. With our hardcore with audience, our audience yeah. for a series that hasn't had a new entry in seven years, whereas yeah. Call of Duty is out every year. Yeah, that's true. These are all good points. But <clears throat> I guess maybe the, one, the better question is uh, when you throw Battlefront into the mix, like you mentioned, can that... Outsell Call of Duty? Uh, no. It could pace it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know how people can buy three games at once. Like, we won't know until after Christmas. Yeah. Like, I, I, we, we've talked about this in Game Scoop before. We are in such a, an exceptional, uh, you know, game type buyer. Like, we, we, we're not like most people that buy games. Like, you, you know, you can get Battlefront and Fallout in the same space, but it's not going to be week over week, so we just don't know for a long time. Well, Battlefront and Call of Duty occupy very similar spaces in, like, yeah. the gamer's mind of, like, the game that I'm just going to sit down and unwind and play some multiplayer matches. Um, and they're very different experiences, obviously, one's sci-fi, one's not, although Black well, Ops is kind of sci-fi now, too. But, I mean, like, it's, uh, so it's very different than Fallout, which is delivering a completely sort of separate experience. And I do, ex I do expect those two games to eat into each other a little bit. So one of the best-selling games of all time was Super Mario Bros. 3, and all they had to do was make a movie to promote it. <laughs> and luckily, Star Wars Battlefront has that same advantage. Yeah, do not they underestimate movie. The, 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 the yeah. wave of Star Wars. <laughs> Plus, I mean, if there, there's a thing, uh, the reason I think that Battlefront is going, a, a big reason why I think Battlefront's going to just completely dominate is uh, if there's one thing that game does well from what I saw of it in the beta, I mean, we're in process of reviewing the whole thing now, but what the beta showed me was that its number one goal, which it seems to have achieved, is it feels like Star Wars. It, yeah. You have not it, like it. It really makes you feel like you're in the middle of a 40-player Star Wars battle, and that is going to be combined with the movie hype. That is going to be something that everybody at school, everybody, everybody's going to be talking about. Man, just sharing those sort of water cooler. Oh, then I, I flew the. You know the you can't the name it. <laughs> I'm just freezing up. There's too much. I was gonna say flew the Death Star. Like mm, I don't think we're doing that. <laughs> that would be fun. 
Uh, yeah, I, I think Battlefront, pound for pound, is going to be a, the number one game this holiday. See, I don't like, uh, anecdotally, I'm not a giant Call of Duty guy. I play one every three or four or five years, and yeah. Black Ops is that game for me. The last one that I really played was Modern Warfare 3, and I think Ooh, Black Ops... Tough one to leave off on. There. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but uh, Black Ops 3 is really good. Like, even as someone that's sort of not a giant fan of the franchise, I'm totally having fun with Black Ops. And I, uh, based on the beta of Battlefront and all the usual caveats apply, not the full game, hopefully they're making final tweaks, I wasn't that crazy impressed with it. I didn't think the gunplay felt as good as it does in a game like Halo or a game like Call of Duty. So, but again, you're coming at it from that sure. hardcore gamer's mm -hmm. perspective, uh, where you're sort of you're much more in tune to yeah. those sort of sensitivities. I just not any insider information. I haven't t spoken to our reviewer at all. Based on my experience, I don't expect Battlefront to review as positively as as, 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 as Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that's well, that's my personal prediction, and who the, it's possible. I mean, the absence of a campaign will go a long way towards uh, probably putting a ceiling on its review sure. scores, just in in principle. I'm hoping those single player waves of enemy battles will be okay. Have a lot of meat Hope on so. them. Yeah. yeah. That's a big question mark. Like we know they're uh, more <laughs> than some people kind of thought they were, but yeah. how much gameplay there's really there, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, definitely. We're keeping quiet about it. Is there any chance the release of The Force Awakens could be? the biggest entertainment launch of 2015 and beat yes. Black Ops 3. $10, yes. $10, $10 movie tickets compared to yeah. whatever, $60 game. Six days or something, right? I mean, I think... 11 days. Obviously, Four Force days, Awakens yeah. is going to make billions of dollars. I don't know that it can make money as quickly as mm. Call of Duty did right at launch just because that's the way movies work. Yeah. Like, that's too much for one weekend. Mm. But um, Yeah, probably. But, <laughs> yeah. man, I mean, I, I don't expect you're going to be able to buy a movie ticket. To, <laughs> I don't think you're going to be able to walk up to see Force Awakens for at least a week. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I would think so. Sam, do you know how fast the Death Star can go? <laughs> In space? Yeah. Like no. light speed? Can it? Uh, well, yeah, because it goes from planet to planet, so it has to go to hyperspace, so it must be able to jump to hyperspace, so infinite speed. Mm. Actually, there is a limit on the hyperspace speed because <clears throat> you see that they're in the ship during hyperspace. Someone just appear. Someone text Anthony Gallegos. <laughs> we need answers. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it goes, it goes from... Uh, Alderaan to Yavin, yeah. which are presumably light years apart. It must be able to. In like three hours. <laughs> but then it's got to circle around the moon for another Yeah. Year. Well, that's the thing, right? If you go to hyperspace, that's one thing, but then you have to use your in-system thrusters to get yeah. around. It's a very different problem to solve. Death Star doesn't seem very practical. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. What about guy? building it out of a planet? That's a good idea. They're doing that now. That's yeah. what they're doing in the movie. Spoilers. The base will be built out of a planet. I don't think that's a spoiler. All right, I don't all right. even know if this is true. How can you get a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> Our next question comes from Chase Maser. That's sounds, a really cool name. Sounds like a Star Wars name. Yeah. yeah. Chase. Uh, Chase says, today was, today was like walking through a minefield. Oh, goodness. And he's referring to Monday, November 9th, the mm -hmm. day before... Fallout 4 came out in the day that everyone, the embargo lifted and all the coverage yeah. went up. He says, it was a day of refreshing tracking data and dodging evocative headlines. Tracking data means it probably is Amazon. The co his copy of the game coming. Got it. Everywhere I look, there's an article about how to get a piece of gear quicker or a live stream 24 hours into the game. Feels like the internet is trying to ruin the game I'm waiting to play. Yeah. I'm not mad, maybe a bit frustrated. This feels like a product of the embargo and not just the hype. A megaton nuke was just dropped on the internet <laughs> And most people are just trying to survive and get the chance to play it themselves. IGN's job is to create content and not filter it. That's on the consumer. So I've opted out, disconnected. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on Fallout 4's embargo. 
Would more room on the embargo help trickle this info out for fans seeking it? Just seems to be everywhere and overwhelming, especially just 24 hours yeah. from release. Uh, so that's by design, though. Mm. Like you, that's, that's what Bethesda, Bethesda wants. That's, 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 that's exactly yeah. what Bethesda wants. Right on the eve, is, you know, it's <laughs> if the embargo. A lot of times, what'll happen? Secret in, secret insider information is the the further out. A review embargo is the earlier it is, the more confident a publisher tends to be in how yeah. well they think it's going to review. Like, sure, talk about it ten days early. Yeah, go uh, for it. But with Fallout, they they seem to have seemingly wisely decided. Well, we don't want people getting psyched up uh, a week in advance. We want them to be able to actually like get psyched up with all the reviews and then go right to line up at, at GameStop and pick it up that night or pre-ordered on the console that night. So. Yeah, I think they wanted that uh, megaton impact for 24 hours before yeah. launch. And I will say, we're being very deliberate. This is a little inside baseball. I don't know how fascinating it's going to be. But the Fallout content that we're promoting, we're really trying to put ourselves in the headspace of, if you've had the game one day, or like the day before launch, we were really promoting our character creator guide, like how to create you know, a specific character, how the perk system works, uh, the first things you should see and do in the world. Like That was our day one content. And now that we're in day two, three, four, like even next week, we're like, what are people really going to want to see? Like, who are the companions and how to find them? Like, that's probably good content for leading into the weekend. And then once some time has passed, like, I hope we're not being too spoilery or too in people's face about it. But, like, I, I can, can think about it a lot. I can tell you that you and, me, so you and me and Jared and lots of people are really thinking really we, hard about what people are going to want to see day one, week one, month one. So when, when the Halo 5 review embargo lifted, which was what also would day or a little more before uh, the game came out, we posted the a link to, without spoiling it in the thing, but we posted the ending, the legendary yeah. ending to the game. With spoiler and warnings all and over we, And we caught a lot of flack from our readers that people were not happy to even see that there, even though, you know, they'd have to click on it, but at yeah. the same time, I think, and we responded like we kind of, we took it off of, like, it was still there, but it just wasn't really front-facing anymore. So, I mean, you know, I... It's a weird balance to, to try and maintain. Yeah. Of, I mean, from like, the background of Game Help, like, it is the most important thing to me to get a f giant, helpful, free strategy guide up for people who are getting stuck on the first day. And part of that process is making sure that uh, we make it so you can find that guide. If we, we have to get out the word about that. Um, it's, it's just so important. And then we, we lose in both, both ways uh, because sometimes we put up a full strategy guide and people are like, Oh my gosh, the game's you know the game just came out today. Like what you know, why are you guys you know giving these people all this stuff? Let them find it out for themselves. Or we get this is old. I read this on another site <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Or I need yeah. help with this thing and you don't have it. And, or I can't and find I'm it. I'm totally sympathetic to both those views, but it's better for I think the people that need help want a giant, just free, amazing strategy guide. We work so hard on these things to find them as soon as they get the game if they want to. And I'll also say in regards to Fallout specifically, I won't even repeat what it was, but there's a spoiler circulating that's actually not true. Mm. Like everyone thought, I just saw dozens and dozens of people saying, <laughs> oh, oh my god, worst. I just yeah. had the ending of the game spoiled for me. And some, it, it was a right. masterful troll that it's not, it's not even the real thing. That happened with Bioshock Infinite with the real ending. Mm. And it's, it's almost like a meme now where people mm. try to trick people about the ending yeah. of games. But I, and I almost thought that's like a really smart counter troll. Like if you see the ending to something circulating, mm -hmm. start a fake rumor. That's pretty good. Because then people won't know, then it's all just like noise. Like then it's like you don't even know what's real and what's not. Yeah. Just like the internet. We, I think is. we've <laughs> talked about this on, on GameScoop before. 
Um, but you know, I remember when somebody came up to me on the playground and they were like, the final boss in Super Mario Brothers 2 is uh, not Bowser. No, it's, it's like this. It's actually all a dream. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, than that. Like all this, like just, and everybody Spoilers. was like, that's great, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And, and that, this is the same thing with Luke Skywalker's Battle with Vader and just like everything. It's just so funny that the internet made ruining the endings or surprises like such an extreme event that now like the fallout from that is like, I don't even want to know how many levels that game has, and I can't <laughs> believe you guys are saying that they had fun with the eleventh level. Yeah, I thought there were only yeah, nine. To me, like if I see the headline "Fallout 4: How to Get Power Arm in Five Minutes," I don't, I don't think that's a spoiler. Yeah, to me. But man, the thing about the game help side of that is that um, if you, you know, want to have a good head start, to I love having a head start in games. Like I'm not, I'm not too small to admit that. I think that's my favorite thing about strategy guides, and that's what I always loved about writing them, is that like when you have some little advantage, and trust me, companies make make this out of their DLC now, day one DLC, they're like, you can get a bonus in yeah. your XP from yeah. just getting this. I love that feeling. I love feeling like I have something a little bit special that's giving me a boost at the start. That's what that Power Armor video is for me. And it's so funny, because you can just turn towards a direction and run, and lo and behold, you can just walk into some Power Armor. Yeah. We, uh, How it cool is, is that? It's really cool. If you, like, if you were to take a look at what Fallout content we've promoted and put a pin in the map of Fallout 4, like we're deliberately working our way through. Yeah, like we don't want to show off certain areas of the game until it's been out you know, a certain amount of time, for sure, until we believe that a majority of people are kind of getting to that point in the game. Yeah. All right, our last question on Fallout 4 this week comes from Joseph. And he says, last year, people were all too happy to say that Assassin's Creed Unity was a terrible mess because of its bugs. But Fallout seems to have similar bugs. Frame rate drops, NPCs glitching through things, NPCs running into you when you're talking to them. I just wonder why you guys think Fallout seems to be getting a pass on its problems, but Assassin's Creed got destroyed for the same reasons. Okay, first of all, we didn't destroy Assassin's Creed. I so think we gave it a great review. We gave it like an eight, and, and here's why. The problem with bugs is that not everybody experiences them. Yep. Everybody has a different review in mind when they're reviewing, or a different experience, and that's just that's the nature of reviewing any type of uh, thing, well, basically games that have glitches. Yeah. I mean, we, we, can't, we can't track glitches and bugs across you know, everybody's experience, but that is exactly why we do reviews in progress. And we know uh, servers matter so much to online games and can completely ruin your experience Again, it's hard for us to, to say that you know we, we're doing the right thing because we know the frustration of seeing a review in progress. We also know what it's like to give out a score to a game that we're going to get criticized for because of bugs and glitches. So you know we're, we have to make those tough decisions all the time. We do. It was Joseph was his name. Um, I think he's got a great point. I mean, I enjoy Fallout 4. I'm playing it a lot. It's not my game of the year so far, but I do. I mean, I'm really, really loving it. Um, the bugs do seem worse. Like, that's super legitimate. Worse I, than, than, uh, you than hang Skyrim. Up in an elevator or something, and you're like, yeah. is this game coming back? Like, it seems, it seems, <laughs> buggier. So it seems buggier than yeah. Bethesda's last couple games to me compared to Skyrim and Fallout 3. And they're, they're not. I mean, sometimes they are funny. Like, I had ghouls falling from the sky, which is funny and terrifying. Um, I assume that was a bug. <laughs> I've only been scared about bugs. I haven't really experienced. But I don't know what to call a bug anymore. Like I feel like flopping no. ghouls in a wall is just something I just ignore. But now. I've experienced like significant. Like there seems to be scripting issues. I like stuff like that. Like, what that I experience more than anything else are in important like campaign missions. Some trigger doesn't happen. Oh, that would be and a so character, frustrating. Like a character needs to walk up somewhere and open the door or whatever, yeah. and they just don't do it. Yeah. And it's like that's. 
that's kind of unforgivable. Like, you can reload a save, but it's like, man, that... So it did, just, does that happen in, in this game to you? Yeah, it's happened to me yeah. a couple times. I will say, Sam, yeah, I agree. I, I've generally had pretty good luck with Bethesda's yeah. games. Me too. Until, me too. But Fallout 4 I'm having more problems with than, yeah. than their other <laughs> games. Uh, but I think to the, get back to the question, Damon, and I think the reason if... I mean, this, this is obviously like such a small little, uh, as Colin Moriarty would say, echo chamber. But uh, if, if Bethesda's games, if Fallout really is getting a pass compared to the, the likes of Assassin's Creed, I think it's probably because Bethesda has consistently delivered, you know, 90-plus rated games. I mean, these are, these are consistently fantastic kind of game-of-the-year contending games, whereas the Assassin's Creed series has been very up and down yeah, over its true. lifetime. So I think it's sort of earned... Uh, not also, a free pass, but a little well, bit of sort of uh, credibility. Also, in that Assassin's Creed is annualized, and like you said earlier, we the gamers have been waiting seven years to play the next Fallout. That's well, true. The, the, there's, a, there's an expectation. The scope of a game sort of informs how buggy I think people expect it to be. Like when the game Their you bug just, tolerance, basically. Yeah, yeah, like your bug tolerance climbs the bigger a game is. I think yeah. um, for right or wrong or good or bad. But it's not even just bugs. It's just the side effect of like the sandbox itself. Like I helped. Uh, a woman. The specifics don't matter. There's a quest. I helped her out, and then we her, her dialogue ended, and she walked away. And then I talked to her again, and she really snotly was like, "I'm on a break right now." And it's like that's just the sandbox. Like that's how sandbox games work. And we just ignore stuff like that. None of it makes any sense. The characters don't feel like real people. Like, you know, maybe it's a reflection on development too. Uh, we recognize that Bethesda makes giant bug-filled games, and we want them to fix that. But we also rec- we, we we don't recognize Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed series as being a buggy series. It's just not like that's that game was an exception, yeah. and that was a, that was surprising. And I think people will definitely react to that. If you expect a you know a, a certain level of quality from a series that's annualized, it's really surprising. Yeah, when it's, very it's buggy. to that point. I mean. Uh Brian not, not, not passing Fallout for that. I'm right. just explaining why people would react I mean, to Brian Altano was having a Twitter argument with Vince Ingenito about this, and <laughs> I thought Brian made a good point, is that, I mean, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, an equally huge scope mega game, did not, like, shipped pretty damn clean. It Almost did not pristine. Have, <laughs> it did not have anywhere near the issues. So, yeah, I think there's, the, you're right, Sam, there's kind of a, it, it is almost weird to say, but almost an expectation that that Grand Theft Auto is going to be pristine and polished. But oh yeah, well you're going to get some bugs with Fallout, and it's almost like a weird Stockholm syndrome acceptance. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's definitely there's definitely an expectations issue there. There was I think it was in Twilight Princess. Um, if you saved that game at a specific time, it just borked your whole save. You were stuck in a room and could <laughs> oh, never leave, and like. For, in a less, for a Nintendo game, that's unacceptable. That's what I mean. In a lesser game, yeah, like so unusual. any game will get whacked for it, but like it's almost unbelievable, unfathomable from Nintendo yeah. in a way that it's not for other companies. Yeah. All right, moving on this week. Uh, this week we got the first list of 100 and some 104. games. 104 games that will be backwards compatible on uh, you Xbox. You knew what he, was gonna, what he was talking about. We just did this on my show, too. On Xbox One. Uh, pretty strong list of games. Do you agree? Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of stuff on here that I completely. A lot of filler junk too. To the stuff fair. that I completely forgot stuff about. Stuff that just obviously like, well, we tested it and it worked, so put it yeah. on the list. Blood of the Werewolf. Anyone remember that? That, that old chestnut. <laughs> uh, Dungeon Siege Three. Not not only Feeding Frenzy, but Feeding, Feeding Frenzy Two: Shipwreck Showdown. I really like Feeding Frenzy. <laughs> Wait, didn't Dungeon Siege get an Uwe Boll movie? Yes, yeah, a yeah. terrible, I mean, obviously it was terrible, but the, uh, Dungeon Siege 3 is pretty good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, 
what do you think? Were there any notable exceptions that uh, have been left off the list? Yeah. Oh, missing? I mean, this is just the first wave. I mean, there's yeah. no, like... Because Phil Spencer told me at E3 uh, in an interview, you know, he, his goal is to get 100% of all first-party games, at least. Because mm-hmm. third parties, they, the, the third-party publishers have to sign off on so it. So that includes Halo, Gears of War, Viva Piñata... Uh, Fusion, Forza, Fusion, Nuts and Bolts. But yeah, like, Nuts and Bolts. Well, for instance, Nuts and Bolts is already on there. Yeah. So the, the Gears of Wars are all on there, but like Halo Halo's Reach. Not. Halo Reach, not is on Reach the Is Reach the only Halo missing? No, no, no. I think the, the only Halo is Spartan Assault. Oh, it's so they don't have three. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's well, so some of those Chief are in Master Chief Collection, and that's what yeah, the, the, the conspiracy exactly the conspiracy yeah. theorist in me thinks that some of the big notable absences are like, are they going to try to resell us an HD version of, of this game, and that's why they're withholding? They've been doing that up uh, yeah, without yeah. backwards but compatibility. Why should they stop? Yeah, I mean, you can download Master Chief Collection, and it's a, probably going to be true. a better deal that's than downloading those yeah. games individually. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, all the Halos are notable absences. Red Dead Redemption is a huge notable it's absence. Big, big yeah, there's, there's no. So there's nothing from 2K. There's no Red Dead. There's no uh, no GTA. Hmm. Four or GTA five. Four would be. Uh, yeah. Of course, five is playable on mm-hmm. Xbox One. Uh, but that also means there's no Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Table tennis. <laughs> Rockstar's yeah. table tennis. No Rockstar's table tennis. Interesting moment. In the gaming history, and yeah. I mentioned uh, really Bionic Commander Rearmed is like one of my favorite games ever. I'd love to play that on. Yeah, uh, Mark of the Ninja, one. please. Right, that's not on there. Mark of the Ninja. Is Shadow Complex Xbox on there? Games. Shadow Complex is. It is. Okay. That is yeah. one of the. That's good. I was a big fan of Braid. I know some people don't like it. I know Ryan doesn't. Braid's like it. great. I, no, I respect it. I just it's 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 too it's too smart for me. I like re- <laughs> I like rewind yeah, buttons in games. Too smart for me too. It's too smart for me. I like Limbo. It's yeah, like a, that's more my speed. A little lighter, but yeah. <laughs> but is Limbo on there? But I guess Limbo has uh, already been. It's on Xbox yeah, One. It's on Xbox for like five bucks. You know what's weird? Miss Splosion Man is on here, but not the original Splosion Man. Yeah, that's about, weird. Yeah. And then the Pac-Man CEs would be good to get on. They're on yeah. there. CE yeah. and, okay. and DX are both on. DXs? There. Oh, I thought yeah. DX was missing. That's great news. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let me say so. 2K that includes Bioshock. No Bioshock. Yeah. No Bioshock. So think about that. Though I mean, that takes more than just porting. You have to set up the infrastructure for the the the, the leaderboards. So that's really cool. Yeah. So what about like Geometry Wars? Geometry Wars is not on there. Yeah. I mean, that's a very leaderboard-driven game as well. Obviously, yeah. So. And then, do you know how uh, achievements work? Uh, does it just recognize your achievements if you already achieve, earned them? I believe them? achievements work. I know multiplayer does. I yeah. mean, they, they unlock as normal. I mean, it, basing it off Rare Replay, which is sort of like a beta test for uh, for this, is they just unlock like normal. Yeah, because like you're booting what, into a 360. Exactly. Like, yeah, it, it, tur- it turns you your Xbox One into a virtual Xbox 360. So, it, yeah, achievements should work just and, fine. And they actually, we're, say, we're saying should because this comes out tomorrow as we're recording yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, again, like we've seen backwards compatibility in, in action. I played a lot of Rare Re- Replay with uh, Perfect dark for example and any game like when i bought rare replay a bunch of achievements just unlocked because i'd already earned them. i see like they so just carried over my that. my old yeah. profile that's good um i ran out of space on my xbox one this week so Ooh, yeah me too I've gotta join I, the I, external I hard drive club yeah. yeah i wouldn't mind doing that actually yeah, both my consoles idea. are full now is it a tough yeah, operation i know we wrote about it in it, our it's plug and play it's just a matter of what you want like for me i didn't want another i didn't want to have to run another AC adapter behind yeah. my entertainment center, so I got a, a, a bus powered uh, oh, two terabyte for like uh, ninety bucks. So uh, the USB Seagate. powers it, but uh, it can. But those drives are a bit smaller for the same price or even a yeah, little less. You, it, you could get the larger encasing 
drive with it that has an AC adapter, mm -hmm. but you get a four terabyte. So it's just yeah. however you want to play it. I would totally do the USB power. That's a smart. Yeah. That's a smart that's, way to think about it. Cool. Um, did you? Uh, so you mentioned all, all four gears, or just gears one through three? Yeah, because if you buy In gears judgment. ultimate, you get oh. you get them all. Because I never played judgment, and I kind of think that maybe Christmas break or you know sometime soon, I'd like to maybe just blast through that. It's a good ride. It. It's yeah. a good ride. Uh, only the first Borderlands is on there, but is that because the others are in that collection? Got that handsome collection? The handsome collection, yeah. Is that too? Uh, no Orange Box, mm. no Portal 2. That's a bummer. No Skyrim. Wow, yeah, yeah. Or is Oblivion on there? I don't think I don't so, because so, yeah. that would have jumped out at yeah, me. Yeah, without my Oblivion or Skyrim saves, I don't know if I'd want to yeah. move them over well, anyway. Yeah, it's also like I played Skyrim. Well, your saves are in the cloud. On yeah. your 360, they'll work them over. So the 360 yeah. cloud will work for my yes. Xbox One. Okay, good. Oh, weird. Is that. Interesting. Of course, the cloud didn't exist when Oblivion. I was gonna say, like, hit, but if you could, I think you could go back. Yeah, that's it. confusing, huh? Like, you <laughs> have to go in and upload it, get download an update, put it up in the cloud. And finally, no Batman, so no Asylum, City, or Origins. Well, lots of stuff to look forward to. Yeah, that's true. I think they can add these in the future and will. But Justin, you know what is on there uh -oh. on Xbox One's list of backwards compatible games? Sonic the Hedgehog 1 through 3 <laughs> and Sonic CD. Oh, good. Boom. Those aren't available just on the... the on Xbox, Xbox One download. Download, I guess, I guess not. Well, Sega's kind of, you know, not really doing much. <laughs> yeah, anymore. but it is, I mean, you bring up, sorry, I know you want to talk about Sonic, but you bring up a good point that I spent a bunch of money on arcade, like I just bought Galaga for like five bucks just yeah. to play Galaga, and now that game's like trapped on my 360. Yep. I'm like, I don't know, it feels weird, like it's part of my profile. That happened with Nintendo too. Like all that yeah. stuff should just transfer with you Nintendo solved it by making you pay a small fee yeah. to bring it to Wii U. Yeah. Which was... Well... So you got those four Sonic I games. Yeah, and one of our fans, Michael Bovin, writes in, recently on GameScoop, Justin has mentioned mm -hmm. that there are no good Sonic the Hedgehog yep. games. Super true. While I agree the Genesis games may not live up to the levels of excellence set by Super Mario World, to this day, many gamers revisit the Sonic games on Genesis and have great fun. When a game continues to be fun for many people decades after its release, does that not prove that the game is, in fact, at least good? You didn't like any of the Sonic the Hedgehogs? There are no good Sonic the Hedgehog games. I, they I, fooled us all. I actually agree with Justin on this one. They were fast and pretty. You liked them at the time, though. I played a, a lot of the time. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I, I, I was I, like trying to like it, but I was like, man. I, I played the I, one that I played a lot was Sonic 3. I played a lot of Sonic 3, and I like the music the in that game. And um, you know, they're not. I look like they're not without merit. But I just think game design wise, there's nothing. It's not even remotely approaching the level of Mario. Yeah, I agree. You, but it, just run into spikes and lose all your coins, and I don't know. Sammy's just rings, Justin. Yeah. Excuse rings. me, I've made that mistake before. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious, Marty and I made that mistake in a Let's Play, and they ate us alive in the well, comments. Yeah, Sonic was aesthetically so different from anything else that, that was out true. at the time that and it it ages. It's aged in a funny way, but like those checkerboard loops yeah. and the way yeah. Sonic looked, and and just the the crazy color of the game uh, and then just like these fantasy levels you'd go to which would be like a high up a mountain or yeah. like a you know like a weird Las Vegas pinball machine uh, it was just so different feeling and it just really stands out for that I mean maybe alone. Sonic hasn't aged the way Mario has timelessly aged but the, yeah. at the time in the 16-bit era I mean that that speed of gameplay mm -hmm. was was something that was new that sure. was a whole new way of uh, method of gameplay I have a vivid memory of I grew up on the NES and then we got a Sega Genesis when I don't know 
know exactly what year it was, but I must have been, you know, seven or so. And, uh, like, that jump from NES oh, yeah. to Sonic 1 was like, whoa! Oh, yeah. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. I sold my, I traded in my NES and all my games for a Genesis and oh, Sonic. that's so sad. Uh, which was really, I mean, but, you know, I only got, I probably only had, like, 15 games or something. Because yeah. I rented all the time, you know? And, uh, uh, yeah, that's where I lost my Final Fantasy 1 save. For the, for the first time, <laughs> you know, trade in. I was I remember getting like three dollars for each game, yeah. and, and my parents being like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And then uh, and then Final Fantasy was like, "Be fifteen for this." Yeah, I do. I, I do remember. Not sell it. Whenever I talk about Sonic not being good, the caveat is Sonic CD, which uh, I think is really kind of pretty masterful in a way that the other ones aren't. And I'm so glad that. I mean, I had a Sega CD growing up, and I'm always kind of shouting to people like a maniac about Sonic CD. And now it's been ported to other platforms, and other people have got to experience it, which makes me happy. I, I had a Sega CD, and I had Sonic CD too, but I just don't like Sonic CD. I think the, it's drab. The soundtrack's so good. Yeah, I, I like. I mean, every level's I got like three the, versions of the past, present, and future. It's actually got like some cool. puzzle solving, trying to figure out how to get enough speed to to go through the other I time think I zone. Like aged out of Sonic by the time CD came. I, out. Although I did like Sonic and Knuckles in concept. I liked how they added Knuckles to previous games and and unlocked these levels that were in the unlockable screen for Sonic Three that yeah. never existed. And you play there's you a could listen to their music and level. Stuff. Yeah. Oh man, that was really cool. I also had a Sonic CD, but it was the far less cool second, the revision of it that sat to the next two I instead of the cool one like ever. the one that sat underneath your Genesis. I had yeah. that one too. I had the yeah. side side one too. Um, and then one other thing about I don't want to just defend Sonic as a series. I also think it's like un unfortunate, but I had a great time at the time, and I think they were okay games. But uh, I, I remember uh, uh, really liking that Tails uh, in, was co-op in Sonic Two on Forward, and uh, it was great to play two players in Sonic because some yes. per one person could lift the other person up and carry them around. Really clever. All right, it's time to play Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Ken St. Pierre from West Palm Beach, Florida. Everyone know how this works. Uh, we have 20 yes or no questions to ask to guess Ken St. Pierre's game, and you may begin. Well, you want to start? Geographically, we have to, and it, his name is Ken, he's from Florida. <laughs> so what so. do we know, what, what can we figure out about Ken? How old do we think he is? Is this game from uh, after the year 2000? Yes. Oh no, it's so hard. <laughs> wow, the answer hasn't been yes in a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew that, just hearing he's from Florida, his name is Ken. Ryan, we tend to go down the line. Dead giveaway. All right, so now you can go to disc-based or downloadable. Well, you're, you're next in the line. Okay, sure, if we're going to go this direction. Uh... Yeah. Um, okay. Now, I mean, is this game is this game primarily associated with the Xbox console family? No. Is it primarily associated with the Nintendo console family? No. I mean, it's probably multi-platform. It's probably not. I don't know whether to burn one on Sony now. Yeah, that's tough. I think it's. Oh, well, we just should. Is it? Is it? Same question, Sony. All right. Is it associated with the Sony platform? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, okay, so after 2000, that means either PS2, PS3, or PS4. Um, or Vita or PSP. Yeah, that's true. So what's the smartest way to narrow this down? This now, I'll nice. ask, if, it's, if it's associated with a PlayStation platform, that really helps. Yeah. Probably, is this a first-party game? First-party Sony game? Yes. Or do you play as a human in it? You skipped. You went out of order. Oh, sorry. It's all right. Sorry. I think so. I love these answers. Oh, now, is, okay, now. Is, is Jack a human? I'm just trying to get Kratos out of the way. Jack and Baxter? Jack is Kratos, yeah, is Kratos, he's human, right? Somehow. That's a tough one, man. But then he turns he into a god. a god. 
Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think David's going to lose this time. I think you play as a human. Wow, I'm trying to analyze that answer now. I'm going to say I'm, I'm, leaning towards, I'm leaning towards God of War. I'm leaning towards Jack and Daxter. No, he's got big, long ears. Jack's not a human. No. He's some weird... and Clank aren't, yeah, aren't human either. No, they're robots. Robots. But you could be inside a ship and you never see that person, or it could be flower or something like that. So we got to figure not, You're out. a flower in flower. Okay. <laughs> or you're the wind. I don't this know. Be classified journey? as journey. an action game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's a very broad true. genre, but yes. Uh, I want to narrow down year a little bit more. Is this, uh, is this on, uh, on PS3 or newer? Yes. That rules out Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I guess I don't know what that rules out. I mean, that rules out anything PS2. Um, Which there wouldn't have been much, would there? Is this an RPG? No. Nice action. We, already, we already determined action. Oh, game. fuck. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, are you a, are sack boys humans? <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. What's in that thing? <laughs> Was it... Developed on the west coast of the United States. Ooh, that's a good question. Developed on the west coast. Well, I would even so, say just in the United States. <laughs> I mean, clo- you know, close. Should I, should I ask a new question? No, it's just like it's not. It's it's close. It was developed in close proximity to the west coast of the United. <laughs> Do we think it's that's is a great that, question? Is that Sony Santa Monica? Is that what well, that, that is? The west coast. Yeah. That would be west coast. That's ten. By that's the way. where I was going with that. So we're maybe Vancouver. Oh man, I don't know. That could be. Which studio is up there? PS3 or newer? Uh, I have so many more. Where's that? Wait, wait, oh, is it? I'm, I don't want to get hung up I'm on just, the ge- geography. Does, it, does your character? Oh. Uh, oh, go does your character shoot a gun a lot? No. Uh, um, are there sequels? No. There you go. Uh oh. That's good. It's not a little big planet. Oh, okay. Damn, because that, that, I, I was going to guess that it was an infamous game, but he oh, said there are no sequels. That's actually a gigantic... I mean, what Sony yeah. franchises don't have... They all have sequels. Yeah. Not this one. Jer- not a human, maybe. Are you a human? Yeah. Uh, are you a human, human journey? You're not. Yeah. You, 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 well, I said you are a human. Does, should we ask about geographical location? In the game? Yeah, I'm sure it's Journey. <laughs> Does the game take place uh, on Earth? I don't think so. <laughs> Rule out the question, or does it take place in a desert? Um, oh wow! Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yes. To answer your question, West Coast. Okay, it was developed on the West Coast of the United States. Wow, oh, so I'm sorry, but I don't think it's on planet Earth. Does it take place in a desert? No. Okay, so it's not <laughs> Journey. No. How long that I would call Journey action? I don't know what it is. I think yeah, it's, it's probably action more than anything else. A mascot platformer. Yeah, but like, what didn't get sequels? That's the question that's throwing me for a loop. Is like every every Sony thing I can but think of. There's it, like four of them. Could it be like some indie thing, like Unfinished Swan, where you would just? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Yes, that could happen. Um, okay. Was it, was, should we ask about the desk-based media? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, did it have a retail release? Yes. Okay. Well. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> no, that, 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 that really... That rules it out. That yeah, rules but that rules out, out a, lot of the, a lot of the Sony indie stuff. So PS3 and, and more contemporary, should we narrow it down to so, PS3 or PS4? I don't know I mean, if that helps me. I think, like, Heavy Rain comes to mind, but the way... He, that's like, you're definitely a human being in that, and it was so sort of vague about it. Yeah, I would also not call that action. Well, that's true. <laughs> 
and you don't shoot a gun. That's why I was like, like what? And also, it was developed in France. Oh, well, that's also true. Is it Heavenly Sword? Heavenly Sword. Yeah, but Ninja Theory does Ninja Theory count as first party? He said first party. It's not. They're not first party. Mm -hmm. I mean, Sony Sony might have published that game. Does that take place on Earth? Isn't that like feudal Japan or something? Yeah, that's. Well, I don't know if it's Earth or not. It's some fantasy. It's like three hundred. We should. Yeah, the human thing was tough. Do you play as a? Do you play as a female? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Damon. I don't think so. Trying to find out here if it's on Earth. So it's not Octodad? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a human. That's the opposite of a human. You're an octopus. You can't tell. That's true. You know, no one knows what he is. Nobody knows. He's fooled, he's fooled us he's all. Fooled, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow, that's Sony for Okay, not Earth. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I like how you have to look up so many details for this one. For those of you just listening, Damon has been on his phone. I, as I we not the show to a I just want to make sure that I'm not misleading you guys. Okay. Because we're at question 16, you guys are in trouble. Shh, we're that many deep? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're in trouble. So Earth-like. We don't even have it narrowed down that much. He, he thinks you don't play as a woman. He plays as a, 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 play a human, it's not on planet Earth. So, Sony for, but we didn't ask if it was a Sony-developed game. We asked if it was first party, and he said yes. Now, no, I think you can just to clarify, if Sony, Sony could also just publish this game. Yeah. So does that mean it's Heavenly Sword? No, no. You said you play as a man, right? Yeah. No, he said you can't tell. Yeah, you know, you do. Okay. I looked it up. <sighs> so. Well, actually, I said human. What's your favorite? No, we asked man or woman. Okay, it's a man. What? Okay. <laughs> Action game. Should we ask setting? Is it sci-fi? Or? No, we're running out of time. We gotta, I mean, I, I literally can't think, I don't know what to ask because I can't think of one, I don't even have like a list of four games I'm trying to narrow it down to. Oh, that's okay. I but can't think of one that meets the criteria. It, doesn't, it didn't get a sequel. Yeah, that's why. Why like, would it not get a sequel? Because it was a big bomb, because it didn't sell. So what were the big bombs? Yeah. What were the big bombs? There was Africa. Uh, yeah. Um... It, are we being real dumb? How dumb are we being? I mean, not only, only partly <laughs> dumb. You could, you could narrow it down to platform. You, you don't know if it's PS3 or, or PS4 or Vita. Oh, yeah. Is this a Vita game? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're so happy. I just thought it was funny. (laughs) That was mean. That was real mean. That was real mean. I'm I'm not working against you. I'm trying to help you guys. I would almost guess Knack, but that wouldn't really be an action game. That would be a platformer, right? Yeah. Yeah, Or or would it? I'm trying to... That's really good, Ryan. I'm trying to think about what there is at the PS3 launch. Yeah, but you're not a human. And he, but he was. Yeah. He, he did. He had he, a vague like. He was wishy-washy. Well, on which question? Yeah, uh, if you're a human. If you're a human. We know we've established you are a human. Now. Yeah, but. Oh, okay. it's unclear in Knack if you're a human. Yeah. Or not. I mean, I didn't. Pl- I didn't play Knack. You have a thing I'd that's a different, that. different. Configuration. I'm, tra- I'm also trying to think about like it's. Oh, a- I got one. This, I hope this helps us all. Was it a launch game? That's what I was going to ask. Well, but no. Didn't he say so PS? Didn't he say PS3 though? No. PS3 or later. It's we're, not Vita. we're still not so sure if it's PS3 or PS4, and I just didn't think. So narrowing. Heavenly Sword and Knack were both launch games, so we got rid of those. Heavenly Sword was a launch game. Yes. Well, we know you also know your man. Yeah. Ugh, I'm in big trouble here. I know it's something like obvious too, and we know it got a retail release. I I can't think of any like Sony bombs. 
There was calling all cars. <laughs> there was. Uh, well, and we know oh. it could just be published. So it could be anything. Yeah. And it was developed on the West Coast. That's it's an a, a, and it's an action game. Yeah, that's a clue. And it was a big like retail release. I mean, did they have a shooter? They did. They, there was no like SOCOM. Well, they all got sequels, and it was a sequel itself. I think I know what it is. All right, Sean. <laughs> Sean, Sean, we need help. We have two questions Warhawk? left. Got to bring it home. Starhawk. Starhawk. Did so Craig cool? Miller give this a really bad review? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sean just asked, could, could people on the Oh, yeah, if you didn't hear it, yeah, if anyone didn't hear it, Sean on the God Mike asked if Greg Miller gave this game a bad review. Oh. The answer is yes. Oh, so it's the, it's the, it's the dragon one. Oh, yeah. Lair. Lair. Is it yes. Lair? <laughs> yeah. That's what they call it, 20 questions. Lair was a launch game. Uh, no, 2007. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not. It was, yeah, not it was a year game. after. Wow. I always considered that a launch game. So do I. I always considered that a launch game. That was, that that was like game. the... See, we never did. Is the company still around? That could have helped us. So that. developed by Factor 5. I thought they were in Texas for some reason, but they're actually in San Rafael. Oh, I thought apparently. they were in Texas, too. Yeah. Why did we both think that? Six Axis. Yeah. Action of that one. It's not on Earth. A notorious spot. No, it's it's well, supposed to be a, a land. How was the layer resource you looked up for information? There's on that? goddamn dragons all over that game. What there are it? no dragons on Earth. I said it's not on Earth. Oh, I thought you said it was on Earth. No, no he said it wasn't. Okay. They just me, had, he had to look it up. Let me walk. But back when you my actually play as a human, I was like, you're not the dragon, are you? You're a human <laughs> yeah, riding you, the dragon. You ride the dragons, yeah. yeah. So. Lair was cool. <laughs> it seemed cool when I, when I played it. Like I feel like preview it's a event. preview events. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's an alternate gaming universe where that game didn't have terrible success access controls. Well, now we're all hyped for but like they Lair Five. Patched it later to have yeah. regular controls. Was it? Did, oh, it, did yeah. it make the game not bad? I don't know. It's probably no. still kind of bad. Thank I, you, I Ken St. Pierre from West Palm Beach, Florida. Great one. Well played. Your That's suggestion. a great one. Got it in twenty. And we cheated. Well. Not really. Sean no. can. No, we, Sean's, we phoned thanks, a friend. Sean. Yeah, you guys. Phoned a friend. Phoned a friend. He's our designated hitter. On really? This. Yeah. Uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. If you're coming to the IGN house party this Saturday, we are very much looking forward to seeing you, hang out with you. If you didn't get a ticket, sorry, it's already it's been sold out for a while. But uh, 600 of uh, our fans are going to be uh, hanging out with us in San Francisco this Saturday. It's going to be a really good time. And we'll do it again. Oh yeah, we plan to do. Well, it's the second one already. Yeah, yeah. The second one yeah. this year. So yeah. Given some other, we did Beyond and Unlocked first. Now Game Scoop and Fire Team Chat. We'll see yep. what we do next time. Yeah, yeah, we'll do plenty more of these. Uh, well, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.